Hello and welcome to Blowing Cartridges, the gaming podcast where we dive into the issues surrounding gaming culture and the games themselves. I'm Brendan Tam, and joining me, as always, for what is actually quite a special episode is uh, my good friend and co-host, Zach Clark. So, uh, Zach, as I, as I say every time I introduce this uh, podcast, I generally ask you how it's going, but uh, this is episode 50. Yes, we've been going for over three years. We probably should be on about episode 75, episode 80, <laughs> but uh, there's been many, many delays in our recording schedule. There's been sort of unplanned hiatuses because I think every single hiatus we have had has been an unplanned one, but we have stuck it through. We're still going, we're still here, and we're still making content that or I assume someone out there is actually listening to. Yeah, well, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think uh, unplanned hiatuses is the hallmark of any podcast <laughs> from what I've observed um, over the years of listening to many. So, you know, I just feel like we're just part of the the usual podcast journey. Um, and yeah, you no, know, I think it's, I'm happy we're still here, still recording, still having fun. That's the main thing. So you could say, you know, it's been a, uh, a heaps good uh, run, which is my segue into our guests <laughs> <laughs> yes because we do have we do have some guests this episode uh we have two very special guests actually firstly we have uh drew from the house of mario who is quite a close friend of the show uh i'll probably discuss it a bit more in detail but he's so he's been there along for the journey from the very beginning in many ways and uh also joining drew is uh, a more recent good friend but a very good friend nonetheless we have josh from uh, nintendvania and as Zach uh, alluded to, they do have a podcast together as well, and uh, that is called Heaps Good. It's a pleasure to have you two on today to talk about, well, both us hitting episode 50, but more broadly to talk about, well, why we podcast, the podcasting process, and, and maybe allude to why there are so many different video game podcasts and why well, people are interested in both producing them and uh, listening to them. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for having us. Really appreciate, um, you know, the invite onto episode 50 and can't wait to talk about some of these things. I'm really passionate about podcasting, love listening to them, like love recording them. So it's uh, it's going to be a blast to talk about it. Yeah, same for me. And yeah, thank you so much for having me on and congratulations on the 50 episodes. I am um, fortnightly recording myself on my show, so I know what that's like. I know the little uh, issues that come up every now and then getting guests on. So um yeah, really happy and excited to be on here today and we'll uh, have a good ch chat, I'm sure. So to begin with, Zach, maybe we should, I guess, talk about the origins of Blowing Cartridges, um, a bit of, a, I guess, a recap of the context on upon which we start recording it. So I'll, I'll throw to you to provide some of that detail and I'll, I'll chip it, in, of course. It was like a test. Uh, let's see if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think that it's fair to say probably the earliest like iteration of it was more years ago back on another castle when you and Dave and others were doing the podcast there. And I would occasionally guest on uh, particularly the E3 episodes, which we would record sort of after the shows um, and that kind of thing. There were a few others. I remember a very heated Star Fox Zero and intense <laughs> discussion at one point, um, which, which might've even been on an E3 episode after we all played it. And I think, um, Richard just devolved into that somehow, and that's yeah. Anyway, um, I think that was definitely the genesis of of the idea. Obviously, then another castle um, eventually ceased, um, and things like Heroes of Play moved on. But the, the podcast didn't really 
come with it, I suppose, was, was I don't know, I'm not sure if you had discussions with Dave or anyone at the time to, to have one, but that's just, yeah, never eventuated. And then, you know, we obviously met um, as you came to the same uni as I did, probably a year or two later. I can't remember the exact um, difference between us in that sense, but, uh, and, you know, got to know each other a bit more in person and uh, eventually, um, you know, kept talking for a podcast for at least probably two years, I reckon. And then obviously COVID happened and sort of became a logical time to do it as well. Uh, so that that was my rough timeline. I mean, I'm sure um, the COVID piece is not an uncommon story these days because I think a lot of people did start over COVID, but I also suspect there's probably quite a few that started and ended with COVID and haven't, haven't kicked on. So that's maybe the one differentiator is even though we've stumbled along the way, we're, we're, still, we're still going. <laughs> Yes, and, and that was really the impetus because we had, uh, from recollection, I think we first started seriously talking about putting a podcast together in 2018 when we started brainstorming some ep- um, some podcast idea um, name ideas. I don't think blowing cartridges was one of the options we came up with at that point, but we were sort of workshopping a few ideas on what sort of format we'd want to do, what sort of podcast we want to do, but then I ended up moving to Edinburgh for a masters and because at that stage we had planned on recording in person. So that sort of scuppered it. We sort of, it was always at the back of the mind of something I think we both wanted to do, but it was really COVID that when, well, we were in Victoria, one of the most lockdown well, parts of the world really throughout the entire two and a half years of COVID. So we had plenty of time on our hands and uh, we were able to, we, we sat down and decided, well, now was the time. And uh, that's actually when, in many ways, Drew came into the picture because, well, we'd know, we've known Drew for years, of course. We knew him, well, we've been following along House of Mario from the very beginning. And I remember, I think it was late 20, even just before COVID, or maybe I think late 2019, I started messaging Drew, asking him for some advice on, oh, what sort of equipment should we use if we start a podcast? What sort of hosting like um, solutions we should use and getting the ball rolling in that regard. So I think that's why, um, in many ways, you've been a part of it from the very start, Drew. Yeah, and it's been awesome to see you guys like jump into it as well and give the the old podcasting thing a try because it's so much fun. It's so rewarding to be able to sit down with your friends and be able to get content out there. And if somebody listens to it, that's uh, that's definitely a, a cherry on top. But it's fun just uh, putting it together and using some creative skills to you know work out topics and things like that. And that's something that this show is really special at is just like every episode is something different, like a deep dive into something. And I think, um, you know, people that tune in sort of really appreciate just like um, the real deep dive into a certain topic. I know that's what, what I enjoy. Um, apart from like, you know, the gaming news and that, everybody likes to keep up with that and try and work out what's going on. But um, you guys have a real special formula of just like deep diving into stuff, which is pretty cool. But yeah, when when you guys said you were getting into podcasting, I was really happy to to see you guys uh, do that and years later you're still going you're still trucking away episode 50 and um <laughs> it's uh it's, it's great because i remember when i hit episode 50 i was you know such a such a big first milestone when you get to episode 100 then you probably get to eventually you'll get to 200 and uh then you'll be like all right that's a bit too much. That's a, that's a... <laughs> that's yeah. a... Uh, how much of me out there do you need but not, not there yeah. just yet. 
Mm. Yeah, I think for context um, regarding our release schedule, I think we got we hit about episode twenty when you hit episode two hundred. So we are quite we're not tracking very well against your efforts, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you said about um, non-planned ha- um, hiatuses uh, before. I was just thinking to myself, like, yeah, no, that's uh, that's me. Guilty as charged because <laughs> it does it does happen throughout the year. You know, you know, stuff comes up and. Unfortunately, with uh, most people's hobbies, it is just like the, at the, the lower end of the totem pole when it comes to responsibilities and stuff. So it happens, especially when you have one of your co-hosts move to the other side of the world and take up other opportunities. It is, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so I guess, I guess uh, Zach could have said to you, Brendan, that, um, so, look, mate, we've got a podcast to run. You can't be running off doing those types of things, all right? Um, you could have kept you in Melbourne and... Look. Like, just Historical artifacts in England are gonna are gonna still be there, Brendan, forever. You know they're never gonna go away. You can research them. That's in right. a decade. <laughs> That's right. You can wait. Yeah, it's like yeah, mate. It'll be mm. around in another hundred years. Do it then. Yeah, we've got a podcast at the moment. <laughs> and I, I I think that is an important part of the picture, though, because the reality of the fact is, well, we all do this as a hobby. We all do it as a passion. It's not like we're getting paid the big dollars to. Uh, put these all together even with people like yourselves who have patreons and the like it's not like those are providing a living wage or anything so these are it's it's really always does come down to a passion project so i i do think it is like we don't i think no one likes it when you have an unplanned hiatus or when you start thinking oh gosh we haven't put an episode up for two three four or five months but it, it it is a natural phenomenon and i think I don't, I don't. I think Zach feels the same. That I think it just shows the our perseverance and tenacity that we still come. We keep on coming back to be like, oh, we haven't done it for a while. Do we want to pack it up? And we always. I think we always <laughs> conclude now. Nah, let's let's give it another shot. Let's slightly motivated by Brendan being like, ah, oh, the uh, hosting apps charge me again. I guess we're in it for another year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do yeah, have I to confirm that was the case this year. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's always a good motivator to make the most of your money. But um, Zach, you mentioned that you guys started in uh, during COVID. What what was some of the other sort of inspirations for the show? Because obviously, like you love games, and that's a, a big thing. But why uh, why make it a thing that you sit down every fortnight to record it and put it out to people? What was that sort of motivation? I guess we think very highly of ourselves and we're just like, people should care about what we say. No, um, I think it's, just, it, it, it's, it's similar to um, probably, you know, for those who haven't listened to your podcast, Drew, but I know one of your big things was at the start wanting just to catch up and chat with, with Bryce about Nintendo, basically. It's, it's just a good excuse to chat with someone on, a, on the same level about topics you actually really care about because that opportunity does not always come up. And, you know, even when you're hanging out with your friends who are also into gaming, um, they might not be as interested in that specific sort of like thing that's wriggling in your brain the last week or two that you really want to spend a good chunk of time unpacking because you know maybe you're at a bar or maybe you're at a a party or you know just whatever it is it it just doesn't lend itself to that level of sitting down and having a deep chat so podcasting creates a good avenue i think and that was certainly one of the reasons i was keen to do it and obviously a new brendan and i have similar levels of uh passion and i guess ability to ramble on about that kind of stuff for for a long period of time i know brendan's that similar for you or do you have other other drivers (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I think that was the genesis because, as you mentioned, I had a we had a bit of a earlier forerunning experience in podcasting through another castle, and then I think there was an attempt of a Heroes of Play podcast, but it only had a couple of episodes before the wheels sort of fell off that. And I enjoyed doing those podcasts because I was a bit. I think I became kind of a regular guest, or I don't think I was really a co-host, but I was often on um, those podcasts Dave put together. And as you said, you were a co-host. And I think one of the other impetuses was, I think, as you, you, as you just expressed, to talk about these topics in depth with someone else who has a similar interest and passion for doing it. Because, of course, you and I have been friends, I think, well, we first met in person in 2014. We communicating with each other um, digitally before that. But I think it's safe to say um, that we're, our, our main, I guess, socialization has been through this podcast. And of course, we were friends before it, but I think the most that we've sat down and actually had in-depth conversations about well, particular video games and well, other things between recordings has been due to the podcast. So it has been that social element as well that I think has been attractive. Yeah, I, I just think it's uh, really important, especially for, for blokes, I feel, this sort of structured um, way to sort of talk about things sometimes. I don't know. I, uh, oh, yeah. I've i got some good gaming friends and like get to talk to them normally. And, uh, you know, it's so different in person compared to recording on a podcast where it's a lot more structured. And, you, you know, like you can talk to each other's ears off, I feel, for, for hours on end once you sort of get into that structure. And so... I feel like it's therapy in a way for a lot of people doing this stuff and uh, meeting <laughs> up and regularly talking about it. I, I know for me, I had that itch to sort of talk about the Nintendo stuff regularly. And so, you know, I get someone new on every time I record, I force them to, you know, sit with me for 90 minutes and I have a list of things that I come up with that I want to talk about. It sounds a bit, uh, you know, a bit evil from that point of view, but that's how it goes. We sort of talk about these items I, I write down. So I, I just love it. And then like you guys have said, it's not, not for the for the money or the perks or anything that you do sometimes get with it. It's, uh, you know, you really love it. You really enjoy it. And uh, I just, just love the fact I get to sort of catch up with you guys regularly from it. I get to sort of listen to your shows as well. And I just, just love the whole back and forth of it all. I just thought Josh brought up a great point. Just like, you know, it's important for, for blokes to have those conversations. Because in some ways, I know there's uh, some sometimes it's brought up like why is there so many podcasts just all with men and uh, maybe it's because uh, maybe it's because men need it and women just talk anyway but we need a podcast to talk with our friends <laughs> in some ways maybe that's that's the truth yeah it's kind of like replace going to the pub and like having a beer for like three or four hours with your mates and chatting in some for, for us who are yeah it's now it's all virtual on a podcast it's like the the yeah. new age way of doing it <laughs> mm. and, and i think that is i think that's true because i, I have a group of friends that i've been, uh, like my high school friends and we've started uh, I've, I've always kept in contact with but we hadn't really spoken um well online virtually for a while and it was through boulders gate three when we got a group together and started playing that. But oh, cool. We've only done, I think, about four or five sessions, but it was through that we start talking. Like you're playing a game, but you're starting talking. You, you start talking about other things about or how everyone's going and what people are up to. And you, you, you touch base with your friends through that. And I think for Zach and I, this podcast has been um, for a similar avenue for doing that. And also there's that extra avenue as well of, well, through the podcast, well, we get to talk to Drew a bit more than just through a Discord um, channel. We've met people like Josh along the way and uh, a whole raft of other people that, um, well, if we didn't podcast, if we weren't involved in it, that we probably wouldn't have had the opportunities of doing that. 
When you when you mentioned like your other friend group, I thought you were about to say, yeah, no, I started another podcast. I talked to them. Then I've got these other friends here and I've got a podcast with them to talk with them. Then it just I've, becomes your own communication. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not going to like put myself through the hassle of having to edit another podcast. So this yeah. is the one. Yeah, not fair enough. I get that. <laughs> because um, as, as Zach knows um, from some of my gripes occasionally, I am I'm quite... Um, excessive in my editing of wanting to have things sort of as best as I can do it. So I'll be, I'm very meticulous. So sometimes yes. some of our hiatuses have been to, have been of like, oh, I've had this episode, but it's been about a month since we recorded it and I haven't edited it yet. And I must say, Zach is a very, uh, very lenient and forgiving co-host in that. <laughs> I don't think he's ever chased me up about, hey, Brendan, where's that episode? It's kind of like, <laughs> because if I, I, chase I think Zach kind of expects, oh, the episodes will sort of drop when Brendan drops them and he'll let me know and we'll like do some social media about it. Well, it's it's mostly because you do the heavy lifting. I mean, uh, the editing is is like <laughs> the, the non-fun part of podcast making. Um, it's why I think so many people do whatever they can to not edit, I guess. Um, and I understand that. And that's probably the approach I would take if I was um, charged with editing. Um, I just, yeah, I would minimize <laughs> it as best I can to point to just being like, I can cut things out, but like tweaking audio levels and all that kind of stuff is is um, a level that I, I'm just too lazy to do. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I can't, I feel bad if I'd rush you. And um, as, as we said, it's more a hobby. I think as soon as it becomes feeling like a, a burden, that's when it'll, probably stop right so i don't really want you to feel like uh <laughs> this is a job um that um, i'm just cracking the whip and uh being like oh, come on edit you know like we've got to get this out <laughs> but yeah josh i'd be curious because we sort of i know as we said you know drew sort of started his podcast with a co-host obviously me and brendan did was there ever a thought to you about do you need a co-host or were you just happy being like nope i'm gonna meet all these people and get guests on which i have to also say very impressive because i find getting guests is is half the battle on, on our show <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's um yeah i think I, I, th I did think about it and kind of looked around different options in terms of how i could sort of structure it and i, I just thought for me like i want to get to know some people a bit more i want to sort of make some friends and the way to do that was to sort of have it so it was just me hosting and having a, another other person guest every episode and so yeah that's definitely worked for me in terms of uh, growing the show I suppose um, but also just just having some real fun meeting some new people and, and I suppose a bit of variety in terms of opinions and points of view because uh, you know you can only talk about the Nintendo Switch Pro for so long without it getting boring <laughs> and mundane yeah. Yeah, with, with my episodic news uh, format. And so um, getting these different people who play the different games firstly, but also, you know, the different experiences or motives when it comes to gaming has been, been very cool as well. So it definitely gets to, to a point sometimes when it's, when it's an effort to find someone and uh, sometimes things don't quite go to plan. A, a guest might have to drop out last minute and, you know, it's just me then. I'll have to do a solo or I'll have to make other arrangements. I'll have to get Mickey, my my fiance, to come in sometimes and, and help me out to, you know, get something going. So, yeah, it, it's it's good though because I feel like it sort of gets me out of bed the day it's happening. You know, some days I might just feel like I don't want to do it or, you know, if it's just a really close friend, you might feel like there's a bit more leniency. I don't feel like doing it today. Let's delay it for another time. So um, I think I think that structure helps. For me, anyway, get the, get the episodes out, and uh, it's always worth it afterwards. Always, uh, you know, once you're doing it, you love it and really enjoy it. 
it's always been something that's impressed me oh. so much about how you get a, a guest each week and um just hanging hanging out with you like at PAX and when you come down here to to see me just how you're able to just like hit it off with people so quickly you've got like a real sort of charisma to you so that sort of like works for you as well which is which is awesome because i know at PAX like especially like that first day i just had like no energy and uh, you're, you're just getting around talking to people I'm like, oh my god <laughs> Just going to try and keep up, <laughs> up with you in some ways. So um, I, I felt we were going no, no, in a different directions. Sort of works really well for you. I, I had I had the energy at the start of the day, and then uh, you had no oh, yeah, energy, yeah, yeah, and did. then we kind of crossed, and then like at the end of the yeah. day, I was done. <laughs> uh, after yeah. after uh, the day had started and drinks were happening, I had a drink and I, I was absolutely done. I had no like social <laughs> energy after that, and then you, you were the one that was perking up and uh, making new friends. And the next day, I'm like, who who are these people you met? I had no idea what was going on. It was. Uh, it's quite funny how it the Red Bulls were <laughs> kicking in by that point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's that's incredibly impressive. Because we've definitely found um it's just yeah, it's 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 not too hard to find guests if we just limit it to people we know, but it's that reaching out mm-hmm. I find that you do to like people you've never met, like basically cold calling them and being like I assume Twitter yeah. but probably other um avenues and being like, Hey, you don't know who I am, but I do this podcast and please join. <laughs> um and the, the amount of success rate you have is Certainly ins- inspiring because, yeah, I think that's, I don't know, I just feel always so, like, awkward even doing it. And when it d- d- happens, people are usually like, oh, yeah, let's do it. But it's like um, it, just the initiation yeah. piece for me is and, hard. <laughs> and, and, and what Zach and I have found, it's either you get people that respond with, oh, yeah, let's do it, or they just ghost you and you never hear from them yeah. again. Yeah. Okay, oh, I get a lot works. of ghosts. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's the no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But more than not, people are very responsive. I, I shouldn't say a lot of ghosts. Like, like most of the time, people are very like, yeah, let's do it. Let's work something out and uh, I can find a time with them. I, I think it just goes down to the fact that, you know, they're talking about something that they, they're fond of too. I'm not going to select someone who's big into Xbox or Halo or something. And for my show, that doesn't really work because they're going to come on and I'm going to talk about uh, the latest stuff in Super Mario RPG and I'll have no idea what's going on or anything like that. So, <laughs> what, so it's what's a, bit, a bit Mario? Of, yeah, that's right. There's, there's a bit of strategy on my part to work out. I can't think they're going to like and be good on the show. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and luckily, I think Nintendo is one of those things people can be pretty passionate about, as I think all four of us are. So it's, yeah, people love talking about it, which yeah. is which is good. Yeah, if, yeah, even if you hate Nintendo and sort of they, they're the company that disappoints you the most, you will have something to say about Nintendo. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the things we we had to change well, i don't know we had to change but i think we've changed in our strategy was because we used to i think you both would realize from the you know ask the guests what do you want to talk about i've sort of realized people don't really want to think about what they want to talk about they kind of want to be told what they want to talk about or have been invited with a topic in mind i think it's been a lot easier since we've shifted tactics in that sense in some ways i learned that like when i was doing my wedding and like I don't know if you've seen weddings where people come into a song, but like trying to get people to pick a song to come into, they're like, it's just impossible. So you just give up and you're like, okay, here's the song and here's what you need to do. And they just, everyone liked it that way, way better. Cause they just, people like sometimes to not have to think and just be like, yep, here's your instruction go kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. When, when I first got invited onto the show, it's like, oh, what topic would you like to talk about? I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, the, the, the world's your oyster, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But when you guys no are one's up, asked me this before. 
It's like, all right, yeah. we are talking about this. So, okay, I will talk about that. Yeah, it just <laughs> makes the, the process a bit a bit easier. And that, that's sort of what I gauge too when I invite people onto my show, just try and make it easy for people just to say yes and have some fun when they come on. Yeah, it's just we now have the joys of just constantly trying to, well, now after 50 episodes, we just have to keep on thinking about, oh, what topic have we not done that we can do again, yeah. do without crossing streams because we do cross streams occasionally. Are you running out yet? It feels like yes, but at the same time, you always can come <laughs> up with something because I, I think the other thing is like, while we're not a news show, it, current events, I think it do inspire things. Um, we just then try and flesh them out to be a bit more broad. And, and like, this is probably again, arrogant to say, but there's been a couple of times where I feel like we've like hit the topic a week or two before it becomes a big thing. Sadly does not help our numbers, but like we've been ahead <laughs> of the curve by accident. A few, like I remember this year, it was probably the um, discussion around the uh, Baldur's Gate, like oh, setting a new sort of unreachable standard and how people shouldn't like use it as the benchmark for, um, like rpgs or whatever going forward i think we recorded that episode two or three weeks before ign had that massive like you know controversy over criticizing that viewpoint as well mm. so yeah i know this it's we're on the right track we're just uh our timing's off it seems brendan <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that is always one of those like we do it out of a passion we do it as a hobby but it's always at the well I look at the numbers. I know you don't look at the numbers, Zach, because I think I did give you the details and look at the numbers, but I don't think you've actually ever logged into the podcast. I probably just need to find, find the login again. I'd be, keen to, I'd be keen to look at them, but I need to but, re-get them. But anyway, go on. But but no, but occasionally I'll look at the numbers and I'm like, oh, well, we we still have listeners, so that's good. But it's sort of, it has definitely plateaued over the last, mm. I'd say, even 24 months. And it's like, we, we've sort of peaked. And sometimes you think, well, like, is it worth continuing on? Because, well, the audience isn't getting be- um, bigger. But then, well, then you, you think about it a bit more and you realise, well, my point of view anyway is that having people listen to it is is a plus. It's a bonus. It's Like, fundamentally, we're not recording it so hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people are listening to it, even though that would be great. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want thousands of people to listen to uh, this podcast, but but at the same time, it's... Uh, it's not essential. It's, it's, well, it's not the reason that... Like yeah. I do it if you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's also it's, I mean, it's, it's a nice side benefit. One thing that I think Josh and Drew can probably comment on more is it's nice when you do have the interaction with people who have listened, which we get a bit through various Discord channels. Um, we haven't made our own, but you guys do have your own Discord channels, and you have your sort of group of of regulars that that comment. So I imagine that helps you both keep keep the the motivation. Definitely, I love sort of interacting through the discord and getting other people's opinions on things. And I think, uh, Zach, you're a big one on my discord. So I, I thank you for your, uh, you know, posting articles and things of interest. You do it to Drew's as well on the house of Mario, but, but it's cool getting it to a stage where like, I don't have to instigate things. Other people are posting their things and like they're doing it cause I want to, and they, and they want to interact with, with the community that's um, been created there. So everyone's just so nice with this stuff though. I find it's just like, if they really want to join your Discord, they're really positive, and when you do get feedback, it's, it's really interesting and, and and fun things, and uh, or, or they're picking out something because they really care about the show that they want to let you know about. So, yeah, that, that sort of fills your heart up a bit. It makes it a bit more warm and fuzzy. You know, you're sort of uh, happy when when things like that happen. And so, I suppose it's just the other stuff. You know, when you post it out onto Spotify and the other platforms and and YouTube, 
that you try and get the interactions going there as well. And that's a bit of a different thing sometimes to sort of a different kettle of fish, I suppose, to, to, to get that going. How about you, Drew? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a massive highlight when you hear people, like if they say like, oh, it was a good episode, it's like, oh, that's, that's great. I've, um, I've done something mm. someone's enjoyed. But even like a comment like someone saying, hey, Drew, you said this and I don't agree with that. I'm like, oh, cool. They listened anyway. That's, that's cool. <laughs> and it, it, it's, all, it's always definitely a massive highlight, especially like, you know, five plus years later. It's, um, it's nice to have, um, you know, a couple of people that have been there for a few years and it's just um, really heartwarming to know, especially like I think to the podcast I listen to because I'm a massive podcast listener and I listen to the show and I enjoy it. I'm, I'm working. Um, at the moment, I'm listening to a podcast while I'm sharing and I'm hands-free while I'm listening to it. And when I finish it, I'm not going onto a Discord. I'm not going onto YouTube comments. I'm not going onto Twitter. I'm not saying anything about the podcast. I'm just listening to it. But that was a great episode. You know, thank you very much for distracting me or keeping me entertained or informing me for you know, an hour to four hours, depending on what show I'm listening to. And I don't say say anything. I haven't said anything about my favorite shows, you know, since I started listening to podcasts in 2010. Like with N- Nintendo Voice Chat, that was the first podcast I got into. And I was in the Facebook forum, but I wasn't there just typing away every week saying, oh, great, great episode. And let's, let's talk about what they said. Like that's just That's just not the internet user I am. So I think a lot of people are in the exact same boat as that, especially when it comes to podcasting. If you don't have your podcast on youtube or one of these platforms where people can easily leave a comment you're not going to get that type of interaction apart from the people that really go out of their way which unfortunately is something a little bit more rare in the podcast space and i think um places like spotify that have really sort of ramped up their just uh presence in podcasting in the past few years like you can leave comments and stuff there now so maybe you'll be able to get more comments that way and more interactions with more people but it is, it is a sort of a difficult thing to get people to comment and it's something that I can't be a hypocrite about because I do not do that for shows I, you know, pay for even, but I really enjoy. It's not that I've got anything against it or anything. It's just that it's just a medium that we digest when we're out and about. We're going for a run. We're going for a walk. We're working. Um, when we're home, probably turn on the TV and watch YouTube and the comment section right there and we'll be a lot more inclined to leave a comment for that. So, yeah, it's something that I keep in mind, but I definitely appreciate when um, when people reach out because it's it's really nice. Um, even like some people that you've never heard from, one of one of the best comments I've I've had is somebody who uh, they must have found out I was a farmer, and they said that they were a fellow farmer in Queensland. They um they were sitting in the tractor harvesting sugarcane at the time, listening to the podcast, and saying how it was great to hear somebody from like a similar walk of life within Australia doing a similar thing and but you know i guess realistically from where i am it's a pretty unique place to be being a a rural australian farmer being in the podcasting space just being obsessed with nintendo and that i don't know too many people around here on that level um as far as the obsession goes so yeah it's just uh, it's really interesting just seeing who out there finds your content i think that's that's the coolest thing and meeting new people and i think um like you know josh was um somebody i met through podcasting and you know, it turns out that he's very close as well. So it opens up just multiple opportunities for like relationships and friendships and all of this type of thing. So um, absolutely love what podcasting's um, you know afforded me in the past, and I hope um, all of you guys find that as well because it's just it's just uh, yeah so rewarding and what it 
gives you in your just day-to-day life as well is just just awesome. That experience, I did that to Josh when I was very drunk. And in one episode, he mentioned he's in the same <laughs> industry as me. And then I like messaged him because like, it, it's so like, I don't know, for me at least, I, I've been in, in finance and banking for whatever, eight, nine years. And the amount of people that I've met comp- I, that are interested in games, I can count on probably like, you know, two fingers. And then of those that are into Nintendo is like non-existent, <laughs> you know, it's just... um. Just everyone's fist, far too just none. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, everyone's just far too serious and, and boring. I mean, surprise mm-hmm. people who studied accounting and, and finance aren't the most um, into colourful Wahoo men and stuff. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Wahoo men. Yeah, but yeah, I just yeah, I agree. Like it's it's funny when you can find those additional connections beyond just like oh, we all like this, but also we have these other similarities, whether it's location or or jobs or other things that. Um, don't always they aren't the focus of the podcast but over the years they sort of leak out as you sort of inevitably share a bit more about your your life through through that <laughs> yeah that, that made my night zach when uh, you told me about that the first time i i, I was i was laughing it was uh, we had a really good conversation afterwards didn't we just about what we each did and uh yeah it's just you know you're putting yourself out there sometimes on these shows and uh you know just hope that you you know you know yeah it's not just the gaming stuff but your you know your personal life other things will leak through, leak through, won't they? And so to know that there's other people similar like you out there, it's, you know, you're not just the odd one creating the show for, for a weird reason. You know, there's other people who have those mutual interests from similar backgrounds to you. And yeah, that, that makes it very cool. I, uh, I, I want to relay some feedback on your last episode as well. Cause uh, you know, yeah, sure. I wanted to congratulate you guys for uh, the PAX <laughs> episode that you just did in the 10 years on that as well because oh. i thought that was a really good episode and it's for someone who uh has only been to a couple of packs um events the last couple of years in melbourne um i found that really entertaining and interesting to sort of go through the whole journey of the last uh, 10 years so um this is me uh, i'm going to take that mental note from drew and be a bit more uh, i'm going to let you guys know uh, my feedback <laughs> I, I enjoyed that last episode that you guys uh, did it was very good well, yeah. Zach had to do all the talking on it, so I think we can. <laughs> I, I can attribute all the success to of the episode to him. But I, I it, it does go to I think the heart of why we started this podcast, and I guess one of our when we were sitting down and talking about starting a podcast, and we were, oh, I, I think I can recall. I think Zach and I were sitting in a bar in uh, Melbourne the first yeah. time. This was when we first talked about in 2018, and we were thinking, well, what actually? Sure, we can do a podcast. We're interested in podcasting, but what are we actually bringing to the table that other people aren't? Because, of course, by no means are we hubristic and saying, oh, yes, we're blowing cartridges is, like, unlike any other podcast out there. Because the reality is that is not true. There's other podcasts that have a similar format. But, well, what we bring to it, of course, is, well, our own personal experiences and our own, well, unique perspectives. So I think that's why we enjoy doing episodes like the PAX one because, well, we were there. Well, Zach's been there more than I, but... Because um, he's actually been to every single one, and I have not. But like, we can talk about what we've, how we've experienced packs, what we've done, how we viewed it over time, and sort of the change over time we've seen in it. So, uh, even though he, even though Zach didn't, like, I, I, I think fifty percent more talking than I did in that episode. I, I definitely enjoyed putting that one together. Yeah, and, and again, different experiences, right? Like you've gone as media, I haven't. I've done enforcing, you haven't. So that's the kind of why it worked, I think, quite well. And then obviously we had Lock On as well, um, 
who has the aspect of also being like, I guess, you two and traveling from um, interstate to PAX, which is something neither of us can relate to unless you count getting a train for like 40 minutes to, <laughs> to Southern Cross as traveling. Um, so, yeah, I think that was, and, it's, and again, it comes back to if it's a thing someone's interested in, I find they're in, in theory, they should be engaging. Like it's, it's very obvious when someone's doing it out of like, I need to talk about this because it's the thing I need to talk about this week versus I'm actually interested in this and I want to talk about it. And that's hopefully what we aim to achieve by having a topic that we care about. And ideally our guest cares about as well. Like it's not released yet, but we had a probably, a, I'd be fair to say, Brendan, our first more interviewee style episode we recorded a week or oh, two ago. I think second. The first would be when yeah. we had um, Mess on to talk about um, Ring of Pain. Yeah, so probably our second interviewee type episode. And that had a lot of a different vibe because we did very little talking all up. Um, but it was, you could clearly tell the guest had a, a strong want to talk about what the topic was. And um, I don't, it'll probably be released after this, maybe just because this will be the first time we change orders around just to get that episode 50. Um, no, it will be, it'll be the one before episode 50. <laughs> oh, good. Well, yeah, I can, then I can, it's the, it's the interview we did with, um, Andrew, who used to work at EA during like the end of Xbox, GameCube, PS2, start of Wii 360, PS3 as a, as a game dev before the GFC came and and burnt the Australian industry down, um, which was really good because that's, you know, mm. um, the kind of stuff neither Brendan and I can talk about because we were children. <laughs> <at that point. laughs> um, Sounds interesting. Yeah, no, it's, um, ah. you know, give it a listen when it's out. <laughs> And I will put you on the spot, Zach. What, like, if you had to choose one, what, what has your favourite episode been that we've put together? Uh, well, that's definitely one of them. But also the episode we did about streaming with Ariel and her sister, if I recall, her sister did not use her real name, so that's why I'm trying to not say it because I can't remember what <laughs> pseudonym she used. Um, well, I, uh, I honestly can't remember either her real name or the pseudonym, so you're doing <laughs> better than I. Yeah, but that was really good because it... it um, it was probably the first time we had someone actively like tell me I'm wrong constantly on the podcast, which was which was a good dynamic. I think um, you would think that would make it unenjoyable, but I think it's it's <laughs> nice when you get someone being like actually contrarian to you uh, and with like not not an aggression, just more like you know they have a different viewpoint and I have a different viewpoint, and that was I think really interesting because again, so often do we get people on and we all kind of agree? Certainly you and I, Brendan, mostly agree yes. on most things. So yeah, uh, I was about to say, I think most yeah. of the time, even when we try to like tackle sort of a, a topic that might be a little controversial, we, we always sort of land on the same point of view, I think. Yeah. So I think that was one that um, stood out. For, what about you? Is there one that you distinctly remember? I really enjoyed the fantasy critic one we did. That that was a lot of fun when we got the founder of Fantasy Critic on. Was that I think last year or was it? No, twenty 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 two, wasn't it? Yeah, it was start yes. of twenty twenty two. I think. Right. Yeah, which made sense because sort of after he did all the changes for the new season, and uh, we got to um, take some of his spare time. It was also when I think he went full time Fantasy Critic for a, a brief period before he's now flipped back to it being a part time thing. But um, yeah, that was that was good as well. I, I agree because. Um, we love our fantasy critic <laughs> in the, and, in the back. And I think it's a good like, episode. Like, I think the episodes we do when it's just you and Isaac, there's some very strong ones. But I think, like, some of the highlights are definitely the ones when we have guests on, where we you add that extra lay and that extra dimension. 
Yeah, it's a bit. It can be a bit more unpredictable about where things go. Though, and I think that's why when we were first sitting down to talk about what well, what we wanted a the podcast to be, we did have that idea of always having a rotating third guest. But or well, as as we discussed, it's not always as easy as we would have um what that we first thought it would be to get a guest. So sometimes, well, we just carry on with our guests. But yeah, like the highlights would be a lot of the guest episodes. Yeah, this might be putting Josh on the spot, but is there an episode of yours that's like particularly stood out? I know, like we we assume all guests are equal on Nintendania. It's not the guest that's going to be what your favorite is, but just maybe one that you felt really, really came together well. Yeah, that's interesting. I can think of funny moments that didn't work well that I'm quite uh, <laughs> reflecting <laughs> on now. It was uh, I would have done it differently if I had another chance. Um, I, I think for me, it's like when I don't know someone and then they, they've come on and they've just absolutely like blown it out of the water. Like they just like, they were so good. Like they've done it before. I think um, uh, for me, um, it was Barry Carenza from um, Premium Edition Games. I'd never met him before and he just, yeah. he reached out to me. He wanted to be on the show and um, I oh, thought, wow. okay, that's cool. He might just like appearing on podcasts and that's uh, that's what he does. But um, uh, just so much more than that. He got onto the show and um yeah, it wasn't like um, us all agreeing. He was the contrarian to certain points of view that I even had um, and was sort of arguing his point of view on, on certain things. And so that that was for a really good discussion, I thought. We are just sort of you know, back and forth you know, on that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, on, on the other side of it, I've had um, someone on this year, um, you know, and we were talking about a game and she mentioned uh, Baldur's Gate 3. And this was the first time I'd really... knew what the game was and i I felt like such an idiot realizing that in (laughs) june or july 2023 this is the first time i'm hearing about what boulders gate three is and i'm looking up online live recording like oh man i'm so out of the loop with this and so we're going through this list and she's talking about this game that i have no idea about and ever since then it's the only thing i I hear about in terms of gaming is boulders gate three Oh, but if if it's not on a Nintendo platform, does it yeah. really count, Josh? Uh, I've got my Nintendo goggles on sometimes. I'm really just like, that's all I see. And uh, all this other stuff just, uh, it's on the side. Yeah, You yeah, have many, on. many, many, many episodes, Drew. Is there one that would stick to mind if you had to pick one? Or have are, are there too many to count that are highlights? Oh, just too many to count. Oh, what a great time. Yes. Uh, no. Um... <laughs> um well, uh, there's there's definitely uh, standout memories. Like, we've kind of got different eras of the House of Mario too. You know, obviously with Bryce for over 200 episodes, and been doing it myself, and with guests and doing sleepovers, and you know, we, we've been encores and whatever the f- whatever whatever else I come up with. I don't know got a lot of names for a lot of weird things. But there was episode 50, which was great. Did it with um, the developers that um, did Blossom Tales, and that was great. That was like you know celebrating 50 episodes. Know, similar feelings to what you guys are feeling now with your 50th episode being recorded and going out there. And um, that episode, Ross and I's audio got ruined, so I had to re-record every single thing I said and um, meticulously edit it together to put it out there because I didn't want to you know, waste the developer's time. So that sticks in my mind a lot because that, that was like 13 hours to, of editing and re-recording to get that episode back out. I'll never do that again. If that happens these days, I'll be like, Sorry, boys. It's uh, it's done. Um, it's game over. <laughs> yeah, it's game over. Um, goes to show how much more time I had back then, or ha- how much, maybe even more of a like a drive to just perfect it. I think that's something that's happened over the years. Just like with what you said, Brendan, is just like 
just putting a lot, lot of time into editing. I think that's important, but also don't, don't, don't burn yourself out too much. Make sure it's good. Make sure yes. the listeners aren't like, what's going on here? Like, touch it up a bit, please. Jesus Christ. But yeah, like, yeah, don't, don't, don't like, burn yourself out. Like the time out I had to edit uh, Zach's dog barking from the background. Uh, oh, I could make it a bit but... easier for you, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, Maybe put, put the dog on the <laughs> <laughs> tie the dog um, out near the road or something. You know, just <laughs> we had another episode with um, Luke, who we all know, and uh, you could hear his cat mew- mewing throughout like a good portion of the episode that I had to wow. edit out cool. as well. Oh, but we could have got the cat the cat crowd on if we just left it. You know, we got a there's a trade off there, Brendan. <laughs> uh, um, um, <laughs> I think it's um episode two hundred when I um I think that's when I spilt like uh spilt a drink on my roadcaster when we we're live. That was fun. Ooh. Um yes. <laughs> uh no, it was fine. It just made it a bit sticky out to, you know, get a bit of a wet yeah, wipe. I remember because that was the one you live streamed, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. What a great idea. Live stream it and <laughs> knock over your drink and yeah. <laughs> um, but then there's the WarioWare fan fiction. Um some people love, some people hated it. We loved, so that's all that mattered. Um, uh, you, you were, you've been robbed of the uh, of the Mario Wario Luigi role, Drew. Should have should have got it, you know. Um, after those oh, no. those recordings, <laughs> yeah. after hearing WarioWare move in, I think uh, Drew should have got the uh, the call up. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think so that too. Bad? It's not that bad, but it's just not like mind blowing, is how I'd personally describe it. No, might need it, some time it, to yeah, get it just used sounds to like it. An Im- Sounds like an impersonation of Charles Martinet, which is exactly yeah. what I'll do too. So I don't know why I'll get the job over Kevin, but it is what it is. I do. I do have a microphone though, but, Nintendo. I can um, I can send some some auditions send over. Some clips. Need to. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I also, oh, what, why do we keep on receiving demo discs from this Drew guy from South <laughs> Australia? Like, what is this? Uh, I also think there'd be something yeah. like poetic about like just Wario and Waluigi being like someone from Australia because we're like upside down compared to everyone else. So like the upside down, like L and W oh, yeah. anyway, that's um, probably too deep for yeah. anyone at Nintendo to worry about. <laughs> and that's fair enough. I wouldn't either, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I also curious for both of you because you've recently is probably the wrong word, but more recently in the span of your entire podcast history of both sort of started doing more video stuff. Is there, What's driven that? Is it just you want to get your your beautiful mugs out there, or is there more to it behind the the oh. focus on the YouTube and video stuff? Well, yeah, that's absolutely just people need to see my face. You know, it's just it's just it's just what's necessary. And I hope people see my face at the moment, unshaven in a you know a shearing singlet, probably under about four hours sleep. Just fantastic. Everybody needs to see this. But I think it's just like a thing of like you know after doing it for five years and the growth has become pretty stagnant and just the sort of idea of like you know going to another platform where other people are taking a lot of content which youtube is a a platform i love as well and i do enjoy the option sometimes of being able to watch you know my favorite shows on video like if i'm home and it's on the playstation on the tv on the youtube app sometimes it is good just to play like an hour podcast and be able to see the the voices that i'm I'm used to hearing and it's just nice to see. So I, I like to give that option as well. And that was the sort of idea as well as like growing the YouTube channel and allowing people that that um, sort of avenue to leave comments, like I mentioned before, which was um, another big reason. And also I just want to do other YouTube stuff 
as well. It's just it's just finding the time to be able to learn and post and all of that type of thing while fighting the South Australian sort of internet speeds I've got down here, <laughs> which um, <laughs> is another another struggle in itself. But yeah, I think it's just like um, just getting into a new form of content, which is fun. I, I think um, helping to get the, the show out a bit more helps when you have a video format. I think anyway, anytime I've done uh, social media to, you know, I think video or, you know, clips for TikTok or shorts, I think helps having something a bit more visual for those when you're posting things, trying to get it out there. Um, for me, though, it's just trying to, you know, learn the other side as well because I think audio is, you know, once you know the basics of it, it's you can manage it pretty well. Um, you know, sometimes you're going to have a bad recording and, you know, you, you might not be able to fix it, but most times you can fix levels and things like that and make it work. Um, Video is a whole different beast though. Like there are so many things that go into it, so many things that can go wrong. There is a lot there. And, uh, you know, while it's um, good to learn it and I'm slowly getting there, it takes time though. But um, I like to think it's it's, it's going going to be worth it. And, uh, you know, you're on this journey trying to get better and uh, make it more entertaining, I feel. So, but it's, uh, you've got to be mindful of it because, you know, if you're talking for 90 minutes, just in your room recording, um, you know, is that going to be stimulating enough? Do I need to add some more things? And that's where, you know, sometimes I try to share my screen while we're talking and, and show something or, you know, have the trailer on for the thing we're talking about at the same time. So it, it's, it's those sorts of things that I think sometimes can help to sort of uh, add to what you're trying to deliver and uh, to, to make better. It, it just, yeah, it takes more time. So uh, Brendan, how would you go editing a video podcast on top of the audio as well? That would be... Uh, <laughs> just too much maybe or just uh, where, where would you even begin it's sort of like well on the one side on on the one hand i wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it i guess as as you just described it'd be another skill to um learn and master and i'm not opposed to learning how to edit video because before starting this podcast i had never seen an a raw audio track before i had no clue how to combine because we used to um, record everything locally and then i have to mix it all together and uh I'd never encountered that before, so I had to just figure it out. So on that side of things, I wouldn't be opposed to doing it. I think it's it's more that question of, well, is is it worth the effort of going through all that, like in terms of, well, if we were to do it, what would the reason for it to be to do it? It probably would be, oh, we want to grow the audience and to, I guess, gain more views on a different platform. And the question is, well, considering the amount of views we have at the moment, is it worth that extra effort to make those additional steps? It, it It's something I think Zach and I have jokingly talked about in the past, but it's not it's nothing we've really sat down and actually seriously thought of. Do we actually want to turn this into it? Do we want to become YouTube sensations or not? I don't think. Yeah, I think, I think there's a few things we need to like, if we want to push it, like as I said, we don't have a Discord. Maybe that's something we should do. It. It's It's like a chicken and egg equation a little bit because it's like on one hand mm -hmm. you like do you wait for confirmation and that's something the listeners will engage with on the other hand as you were sort of saying drew it could be listeners that we just never hear from because why would they and uh you know reach out to us on twitter or whatever um if we created these avenues like youtube or um a discord or whatever it may be that they would they would appear and they've just been you know numbers on brendan's screen in uh the podcasting app for for the last few years so it's it's hard to say um and then there's also just the time aspect as well not only from an editing but just like just other aspects of managing and you know i say with the discord in particular because i imagine there's not too much moderation but i do know like drew you had a, a 
to moderate a little bit, you and Bryce over the years. Um, Josh, I don't know how mm. much you've had to worry about bad things happening in your Discord, but it it's not out of the realm of possibility um, when you're when you're in a public sort of facing thing and you're in charge of it. So anyway, it's stuff to think about for between now and episode 100. <laughs> I, I got one really bad thing the other day. Some some person, I don't know who they thought they were, decided to post the four different covers of WarioWare Smooth Moves without my permission. I thought that was really <laughs> rude of them to do it. And it's not like I found that really interesting or thought-provoking at all when I read it this morning and forgot to respond to it. It was, uh, how how dare they? Look, you know, I'm all Offense. about different cultures. I'm, the only thing offensive <laughs> about the picture is they don't include they don't include Australia. They just have US against the pink one. It's like where's where's us as as part of Pink Warrior Wear Smooth Moves yeah, cover? You know, uh, nation. <laughs> Always, always hard done by, aren't we? But uh, I would love you yes. guys to have a Discord. I just think you, you guys have the format to sort of have those more more in-depth conversations. So if you had one, I would join it and it would be a good uh, format to discuss those things. So just putting it out there. I think one of the reasons why we haven't done it so far is that when we started, we kind of had a, a small but ready-made audience in the Discord we were already both in. So we, I think Zach and I were like, well, we don't really... Like, those were the main people we were engaging with regarding the podcast. So, at that point, it didn't really make sense to then have another Discord where they probably wouldn't interact with because they're all on the other Discord anyway. I, I don't know if that's what you were feeling about it either, Zach. Correct. Yeah, and that, that's what I meant by, like, I know that there's, like, the three or four people we chat to in our sort of uh, Aussie Nintendo Another Castle alumni Discord, but... um. If we created one, that's where like the people we don't know might show up. That's the thing. Like, yes. um, because I imagine that's an aspect you both, well, at least from being in your discourse of seeing you've got a lot of people I'm sure you've never met or talked to before they joined the Discord. Um, or you talk to a lot yeah. more because they've you met them on Twitter and they've, you know, Discord's a bit more easy for conversation. Yep, definitely. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. It's been great. Just yeah. Um I check I check mine every day, even though like recently I've been sort of very quiet just in terms of being online. But, yeah, I usually check it just to see what people are talking about and what's going on. And, you know, when when there are people outside of another castle that um, want to reach out, there'll be a great avenue to them because they might feel a little bit nervous jumping into a big bigger community in some ways. You know, that might, yeah. that might be sort of an outlet for them. Um, I think so that could be accurate. an option for you guys. Like the reason it's easy to be, for me at least, to be active in both of your discords uh, is is it isn't massive yet. Whereas like I've joined, you know, mm. discords for other bigger podcasts and it's like you try one day to participate and you just kind of feel like, you know, you're already out of the click in some ways. Like you just, the way to break in just doesn't, doesn't sort of seem achievable and I just give up and then they just sit there in my like mm. channels never to be opened again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've, um. Yeah, I've joined some big ones. I'm like, yeah, I got no interest in trying to butt in with my opinion. I've never been one to like just be online and like post like a, a couple of paragraphs on Reddit or you know just go into like a big conversation on Twitter and argue with people. I don't understand why people have the patience for that. I don't. <laughs> it's never been my thing. So <laughs> I, I I mainly just engage with like the smaller Discord communities and say a couple of things, and that's sort of all I need. But I just. Talking about stuff for you guys to embrace, just with um going back to the video, I think you guys should start doing the video because like just thinking about we're recording this on Riverside at the moment. All you need to do is hit the record video button, then you merge your two video channels together, you download it and you upload that. And that could be but, 
a super easy start for you guys just to be there and then eventually you can have an intro and do what you need to do to it and that's kind of that's kind of what it needs to be the yeah. problem there, um, Drew, is I do not have the button to record video because I do not pay for that privilege right now. So, oh, there's a tier. <laughs> there, there is an extra barrier oh. to entry there. Oh, okay. Now, fair enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah, if you ever want to uh, just like pay more, I guess <laughs> there, there's an easy option. There. <laughs> yeah, I think. Except Sorry, guys, I'll put my phone card. to the screen, and uh, here we go. <laughs> rest, rest of the way. Uh, yeah, just do that. Yeah. Screen record, record your screen. <laughs> record locally on my phones and then send it back. But um, I think it's it's definitely on the cards. I think the other thing, Brendan, we'll have to discuss though if we do video is like, as as Brendan mentioned, he's very meticulous with the editing. Most video ones I see are very like raw, like they're not live streamed, but they're like as close mm. to live streamed as you would get yes. in terms of, like you don't really cut because it just feels weird when you just sort of see like a, re- a hard cut. But if you have a, a clever way of hiding it with a, a video or a transition that um that works so we'd have to either just let go of the fact that we will just need to what we do is do uh, and it goes up or, or consider how you deal with the cuts um because in audio it's much less obvious when you've um cut out a yeah. flub or a, a segment yeah i reckon you should just raw dog it chuck it up there how it is <laughs> <laughs> and i can potentially see if i can get tax deductions for all my like decorations in the background going forward because need it for a set right that's how it works correct <laughs> Of it. The is inner accountant is coming out. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, yeah, it's, it's a home office. Big... It's a set. Well, we're going to incorporate blowing cartridges with an ABN as a small business, and we'll be up and running in no time. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Yeah, the running loss on that would be growing every year. Uh, <laughs> um, Tell me about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, one thing you mentioned a bit earlier in the show, Drew, was your sort of first sort of gaming podcast was Nintendo Voice Chat. I'd be curious, Josh, what was your sort of first exposure to, to gaming podcasts? Ooh, um, so I didn't really listen to a lot until the last few years or so. And so I honestly do think it was Drew's show or even um, the couple gamings like Nintendo Drive, um, those sorts of shows that I sort of started with and uh, it, it's, it's just one of those funny things you sort of um because a lot of them talk reference to the other shows you sort of start with one of those and then okay they mentioned this show and, and then sort of just go through that and so i found drew's show with the bryce pretty early on in the whole journey for me um this is when i'm starting to do a lot more running and i have uh, you know bluetooth ear- earphones i'm just running along and uh, hearing um uh, these guys talk and so I've got, I've got got a lot of funny memories of me just trying to like beat a pb or something and just uh, drew and bryce are just talking about uh the legend of zelda for some reason it's just just a weird sort of a mismatch of uh, of memories there so yeah so i suppose i'm a bit more recent on it um but before that you know i loved uh like i was a big sort of magazine collector so i had all the official mm-hmm. nintendo magazines back in the day and gamer i really loved watching sorry reading those whenever they came out every month i specifically got my country towns news agent to order them in for me and so i would get wow you know, I'd, I'd pay like 15 dollars an issue or something at the time just to get it um but i got yeah. it monthly just to sort of uh, you know get that uh, bit of a geek fix for me so yeah the podcast has been more so the recent recent thing for me Oh, you you gotta love you gotta love those country news agents that you could used to be able to talk to and be like, Can you get this one magazine in yeah. for me, please? I, I swear I will buy it every yeah. month, but like please order it. Yeah, and, and I, I did I think I've, 
I think I've mentioned this to you before, but I'm going to now reiterate that if you haven't already, you should download the Backpage podcast because one of the guys on there yes. is like former Endgamer and O&M and, and he's also very funny. Um, so um, Yeah, I've checked uh, out yeah, a couple of episodes from your suggestion. Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're very good. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're a good couple of blokes. Brendan, you're going to have to go on assignment to, to Bath and try and meet them and, and get them on the show at some point. That's my job for you, given the <laughs> geographic yeah. location. <laughs> yeah, but Bath is actually quite close to where I am right now, so oh, it's beautiful. possible. You'll, you'll have to fly over, Zach, and we'll do a bit of a yeah. recon. Yeah. Sounds good. But yeah, Brendan, so I don't actually know what your first gaming podcast was, or if I do, I've forgotten, which is possible. <laughs> uh, it. It would either be a tie. Actually, no. I think it was definitely the um, Nintendo World Report uh, RFN oh, Radio yes. Free Nintendo, which I still listen to. That's probably the one I've been. I've been pretty consistently listening to that since I think about two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. So quite a long time now. Long time. Yeah, like that would have to be one of the oldest Nintendo podcasts by a long shot. They they yeah, started very early. They, in, they started with the podcasts. launch of the Wii. That's when they first started their podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they're yeah. very early, like like podcasts. They came around like in 2005, roughly, sort of with like- well, How would you Apple listen iTunes to it back and, then? What was it? Just like on their website, iTunes. they'd have it. iTunes. Okay. iTunes and um, their website. Yep. Yeah, their website. Wow. So you just download an MP3 and you do yeah. whatever you do with it. Or um, when I was listening to Nintendo Voice Chat in, was it 2008, 2009? I was very much, I was just like downloading it on my computer and been like dragging and dropping it onto mm-hmm. my iPad Nano, which is, it, it's so funny now because I just woke, wake up and just auto downloaded to my phone, put it in my pocket, and I've just got 10 hours worth of content for the day just to go and listen to. Yeah, back, but yeah. Wow. Back when you had to point. trust the like the random like inbuilt plug in like sound, um, sound playback things on websites to, to listen to podcasts. I did that for a few episodes for a while as well, but. I just have I'd be listening to all podcasts on my computer, and I just have the website open and do it that way. And I think, yeah. wow, yeah. I think about the same time as well, Zach. I was de- I was definitely also listening to the Screw Attack podcast, which I yeah, know side scrollers, Attack in the past. yeah, side scrollers, yeah. So, which, what about yourself, Zach? What was your first? I've got a few podcasts. Uh, Go Nintendo was definitely up there. They probably a similar age, if not yeah. maybe a little bit older than um. Nintendo World Report. They're on. They're about to have episode nine hundred, and they only had, I think, one year or less, almost quite less than a year of a hiatus unplanned a couple of years ago. But other than that, they've done an episode every week, so that's like crazy um, that they've achieved that. Um, but they're they're yeah. good because it's basically just a bunch of people who were friends in school who have just still chat kind of thing with the one guy that runs the website. And then uh, yeah, a lot that are now gone. Like I, I was a big GameTrailers.com person, which is obviously where I saw side scrollers but there was um invisible walls was their first podcast before um they did you know gt time and then they got shut down and now easy allies is kind of their reborn version and then um epic battle cry i think it was called which was daniel kaiser who's like used to host like spike tv stuff and a couple of his mates and it was like gaming news but also we're into heavy metal kind of vibes which was um which was good but yeah they've they've all since gone with the the death of of game trailers basically so yeah it's sort of a new set of other than go nintendo there's nothing that's stuck for me i stopped listening to nintendo voice chat just because they changed hosts constantly and eventually i just sort of hadn't clicked with the the more recent format um compared to 
Because when too. you started, Drew, was it who who would have been the host? For me, it was probably still back in the like Matt Casamassina, Mark Boson days. But I can't, you know, they've they've gone through a few iterations. <laughs> yeah, I think literally uh, first episode I downloaded, I was just on. I just found podcasts on iTunes when I was, you know, putting songs onto my iPod. Went to podcast, type in Nintendo because uh, you know that's the topic I wanna. I was most keen about. So I'm like, what's this podcast thing? I just decided to give a podcast a go. I had no idea really what, what it was. And that's Nintendo Voice Chat came up. And I downloaded the episode that was the most recent. And I think it was literally the first episode Audrey Drake and Rich George like took over oh, yeah. the show. I think that was like, I think I just like jumped on the exact right time. It's just their error, which I really which enjoyed. Good- yeah, it was really great. It was just a little bit inconsistent towards the end, but it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed you know, that era of Nintendo voice chat had been going on with Jose and Pear and Brian. That was that was peak Nintendo voice chat. That was amazing, just what Jose brought to the show because he brought a real passion to it because he knew the show had declined over the last maybe year or so. So what he did just with the show was just fantastic. And after that, when Jose left for a job at Nintendo, I think it was pretty much just uh, I think I lost interest a little bit from there. Just host started coming through at a rapid pace and um i sort of fell off igm podcast because there was a there was a point where i was listening to nothing but podcasts from igm i became a massive fan of podcasts beyond which was with greg miller and colin moriarty and i followed them to kind of funny and i'm a massive kind of funny fan to this day and um colin moriarty he span off into his own thing he left because of a bit of a dispute between them and started his own company called uh, last stand media which I still listen to him as well. So, yeah, they're probably the some of the biggest entities that I listen to and um Carpool Gaming as well, which is a, you know, independent sort of hobby run sort of um podcast network with Sean Capri and Seth Sturgill and Ryan Turford and a bunch of people there. Love listening to them as well and the rest I listen to is basically like a bunch of independents like like yourselves and Josh and um you know the hungry gamers and yeah just a bunch of aussie friends as well so just got to try and fit everyone in jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) there is always a backlog always a backlog absolutely but yeah i think it's um yeah it's just it's been a a sort of a, a great journey just like listening to these multiple shows throughout the years and sort of inspiring your own content as well is there any sort of aspects to you three that You've been inspired by other shows. Well, that's cool. I would like to incorporate that or do a spin on it in my own show. Start. I guess go to Brendan first. I think not to be trite, but I think really um, the most, I guess, inspiring thing is just particularly the, I guess, you had that peak, I think, within the last five years where it's never been easier to start a podcast. I think that's probably the Mm. most, I think, the most thing that you grab onto and you start to realize, like you said, those all those independent podcasts that you don't necessarily have to be a big name. You don't have to have had formally worked for a media organization in the gaming industry or have that in, interest or perspective that really anyone can start a podcast. So I think that, and when I first started getting into podcasting with Another Castle, I think that was sort of one of the driving, one of the driving, um, well, motivators behind doing it. And then I think if it comes to, I guess, being inspired by other parts, it's. I think it is really just getting dynamic guests on and getting extra perspectives. I think when you listen to other podcasts, then 
of course, I think you when they talk about particular games or particular topics, then you will have your own perspective on those. But that, that doesn't mean that that is the only perspective and that's the right perspective. And it's interesting to hear those other hear other people talk about a particular topic um, in a different way that you would. And then I guess that that sort of or for me anyway, when Zach and I sit down and brainstorm and try to come up with episode ideas, that really helps in forming those and thinking, oh, maybe we should get someone on that like thinks that way as well, or or we'll just try to get that person on and talk about it a bit more in depth. And or other times you just get angry and um, think, well, I disagree with that person, and here's why, and you'll spam the Discord, which is what I did to you and uh, Drew, um, you and Bryce Drew when you were criticizing Skyward Sword a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to like give the talk uh, about when you were giving them crap about how they pronounce Lego, which I'm through now listening to Josh. I also think it's just a South Australian thing because <laughs> because you all do it the it, same. It, it, it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, was, uh, why is it a was, South Australian was, thing? It, it is one of my bug. We, it is a bugbear to this day. We've got other words. I, I, I've had conversations. <laughs> Yes, and so I, I can promise you two already that yeah. when Zach and I have talked about it, we will do a Lego episode at some point and you will not be invited because yeah. we, we don't want you butchering <laughs> the good name of, of Lego on our on our great podcast. Lego, uh, Lego, Lego. I've had a conversation Lego. with somebody. I, I, I forgot who it was. It was somebody in my, somebody in my family or whatever. But we'll, we'll, actually, yeah, it's because Lucas was playing with some Duplo. We're talking about like why do we say Lego? It clearly says L E G. Like it was like leg. Like it's like it's like why? Why do we say that? I don't know. Like, yeah, do you- I, I think I actually I've got to think about it to say Lego now. But I do believe that like yeah. Because the we thing is wrong. like do do you talk about your leg or your leg like? Uh, it's gonna be some like it's gonna be some like assumed like oh it's gotta be French so it's gonna be like lay or some sort of European gotta have an accent uh is my guess. But, yeah, uh, Josh, we gotta we gotta make sure that we say that we call our legs legs. Just yeah, we'll, we'll stick to that. We'll stick to that from <laughs> here on. My legs yeah. are tired yeah. from we'll get, walking. We'll yeah, get kicked in the shin. Ah, oh, my leg. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only free settled state in Australia. So that's where this posh kind of pretentious <laughs> accent comes from and uh, yeah. just extends to the leg now. The leg. One thing I want to do more of, and we did try, or we're trying with our annual music podcast, is a bit more like gamifying certain episodes, like having sort of a structure. Like, again, this is very uh, stealing everything from Backpage because it's been my recent obsession, but like they do a lot of like, gamey themed episodes like they have a court episodes where they judge people's purchases or they do drafts or that kind of stuff um i think that kind of thing's cool because coming back to yeah. like conversations you can't plan for that like sorry you can't do that spontaneously you can't be like again hanging out with mates and be like hey let's do like each draft the best like wii games and like see who gets the best thing and <laughs> do that organically like you need a plan for it and yeah yeah and that's what a podcast can allow for so where we can to sort of create those interesting structures um, without just literally copying other podcasts formats. Like, you know, mm. I love a good 20 questions. I you know we haven't done it yet. I still want to do 20 <laughs> questions yeah. at some point, but I, we also need to come up with our own um, creative um, ideas. Beyond questions. Just ripping everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and please, please Zach, if not, 
<laughs> if all your creative ideas don't lead to three and a half hour episodes, I yeah. have to edit and add music to. I will really appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. No, look, that's the once a year Christmas special, Brendan. It's it's got to be a banger. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I will attempt to make them more short. <laughs> uh. I suppose for me, I sort of um wanted to add sounds because uh, Drew got onto this roadcaster and like, it makes really nice, cool sounds. And so I need to add sounds in and segment my show. And because um, uh, you remember Arlo, he he did a podcast series for a little while mm. and he'd have a sound effect. Like it wasn't a Nintendo specific one, but he just uh, did, 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 did every like five minutes it was. Um, and it was like, they're talking about like, what have you been eating? Like it was just stuff not to do with anything Nintendo, but he was just like a new, a new sound for this and a new sound for that. And so just was, was testing around with that and you know at the end of just not not, not just podcasts but like like if you watch the news or something they'll they sometimes like to add something a bit light touch you know a bit uh, oh nice and warm and fluffy and uh, you know all this atrocious stuff has happened uh, earlier on in the news but we ended on a high because uh, a couple helped a uh, chicken and their ducklings or ch- ch- whatever the ch- chicks cross the yeah. road safely and it's uh, everyone's happy now about it all and so I want something like that. I want to play my Metroid music. I want to have something to do with Earthbound. I wanted to sort of add, add things that I really liked about Nintendo into the show a bit more. And so that's been a full, like a cool, fun thing to do because um, like, like, like if I'm having fun with it, I want to hope that people sort of enjoy that a bit more and sort of get on the journey with it all. So yeah, I'm keen to do some things and like, you know, I've got episode number 64 coming up soon. And I think I want to do something Ooh. to do with the 64. I think that's probably been done. Someone's done it before, I'm sure. I'm sure that is not the first time. No one's talked about so, Nintendo 64. Oh, no. On their 64th episode, I'm like 58 <laughs> coming up. And so it would be early next year sometime. So you'll be the first you know, one. Just, just something like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Re- revolutionary, <laughs> I know. You might have to just see, to- like, contact Nintendo and see if you can get some, like, uh, cancelled Earthbound 64 clips to replace, like, your Earthbound <laughs> clips. And just only 64 um, sounds that entire episode. Anytime yeah. I see anything on that uh, dumped project, I just get really fascinated. Just It just looks really weird and cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, yep. Hopefully some hackers find, a, uh, find it in Nintendo and leak it to the world. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hopefully someone steals it, yeah. Yeah, that's right. like someone commits major crimes to, to give us this. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, Nintendo has given us the opportunity now. They will have a museum next that's year. True. So maybe everything will be located in the museum and uh, you oh can orchestrate a heist, Zach. <laughs> so I don't condone stealing, but I'm winking right now for those listening. So uh, <laughs> do, do, do what you need to do, listeners of Blown Cartridges. Do what you need. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to go to the museum, Brendan, and we can do an episode with you sort of like treating it like one of your like sort of research projects and looking at these artifacts. That could be a fun <laughs> oh my uh, on, God, on the dude, go. That'd episode. be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah I, can, yeah, I can use my credentials to be like, yeah, so I need to have a special like uh research session here. Uh give me behind the scenes access, please. <laughs> It's like, uh, uh, but, but, but you specialize in uh, 18th century British political history. Yeah, and Nintendo's related to that. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no, she's right there. <laughs> well, 
do we want to like maybe leave it off with just like what's something we want to say to someone who's sitting here listening hey i want to do a gaming podcast anything you want to sort of say to that that you know young you know wide-eyed person um maybe on a run or in the car or wherever they listen to podcasts right now uh, maybe start with the the veteran which is drew um maybe if you, you have any thoughts I would say, yeah, jump straight into it. Don't overthink it too much. The hardest part is coming up with a name, getting the logo, doing all that stuff. (laughs) You guys are nodding along with that. You can relate. Um, But that's the hardest part. Then, you know, start with your phone, start with whatever recording software you've got and um, just get it out there and have fun with it along the way. And podcasting, it's very hard to be discovered. You're not going to just... have a massive audience straight away or anything like that. I've been doing it for five plus years and still uh, are uh, slaving away trying to trying to get there. But it's it's all about sort of um, you've got to have passion to drive you. Um, just not not just for what you're talking about, but also just for the medium itself. And um, if that lines up with what you what makes you tick, what uh, motivates you every every day. And jump into it because it takes a lot to do it every week or every fortnight or even every month. It is more than just um, recording because there there will be some days where you do not feel like talking, you don't feel that social, you don't feel like having to edit, you don't feel like doing all that. You'd rather just play a game. You'd rather go and see your mates at the pub. You'd rather do other things because it's not always going to be the most exciting thing to do that week. But um if you want to try and keep it consistent and make a thing of it, that's, that's sort of a, you know, what it takes as we've seen with like what's happened uh, during COVID where people go, yeah, this is cool. And Oh, look, life's back. Um, I guess I'm going to drop this, which uh, you guys have not done. So for you guys, but yeah, I'll I'll say that's just what I would say straight off the bat. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, worth getting into and the, the opportunities um, open up the more you put into it. So give it a go. Awesome. And uh, Josh, what about you? Also, particularly as a, as a fortnightly podcaster, is there anything about that that you think is part of the special mix for how it's kept you um, so consistent over the last few years that someone else looking to get into it could learn from? Yeah. Uh, don't do it, anyone. There's too many already. Leave it to <laughs> us. And thank you very much. I would appreciate that. No, no. Um, Gatekeep. Gatekeep away, Josh. No, I, um, I, I just. Uh, I, I love doing it, and I think like it's lots of things to learn, but it's it's really fun doing it, and that that's the journey like to sort of um you get to look forward to as you do it. Um, I I was very like I bought the cheapest things that possible to start with the recording equipment, the microphones, because it's like what if I don't like this and I you know don't want to do it anymore, and so you know all that stuff's been replaced now by the better equipment, the Rodecaster, the better performing microphones, and and the things like that. So. You know, um, feel free to, you know, test the waters, get something out there um, and, you know, sort of maybe back yourself in because, you know, this is, for, for me, it was like putting myself out there a bit more and, you know, doing this this weird nerdy thing, you know, that uh, some people might think, you know, but it's not really like that. It's uh, a lot of people are doing this. Um, when, when people show their passion and authenticity um, on stuff like this, I think people really resonate with it. And so... If you if you're yourself and you really enjoy talking about this stuff, then just go for it. Learn what you can. Um, structure it in a way that really works for you. Um, 
if I did this every week, I'd feel like I'm just never catching up, never sort of uh, getting ahead of it all. And so for me, every two weeks is uh, works really well. And so I get to, um, you know, get that weekend off every now and then in between the episodes where I can just play games. I don't have to, you know, formally create a, a, a running sheet. Don't have to reach out to a person. I don't have to, um, you know, do those other research and uh, things, getting it all together. Um, it means I can swap things. You know, I was meant to record this weekend. The Fortnite was due this weekend, but uh, I have a party tonight and I don't want to record tomorrow morning uh, hungover or just not, not feeling it. And so I've uh, mm. done an earlier episode the week before and then I've got another two weeks from then. So it's, uh, it, it, it works for me. And, uh, you know, it's at the, and the other thing is, you know, it is your show. Don't feel like you have to keep doing it to, to please someone else out there. You know, your, your own health and mental well-being is the most important thing at the end of the day. And so mm. always keep that in mind. You'll make a lot of good friends if you do it. So definitely, yes, I, I have no regrets about doing it. Uh, you know, if I got, you know, just you three listening to me and that was it, that, you know, it's like we've all echoed before. It's not the main thing about it all. It's uh, the, the fun and uh, the hobby that we, we all love games and, you know, now podcasting that's brought us all together. So it's a, it's a very special thing. So yeah, definitely do it. Anyone who is thinking about it at the very least. And I definitely Quite agree beautiful. with Drew that coming up with a name is, yeah, and of course, definitely agree with Drew because Drew is a fan of all wisdom. But uh, coming up with oh. a name is so <laughs> difficult. And uh, Zach, I have found the Google Doc drive of the names we were brainstorming <laughs> in 2018. <laughs> and I have to say, all these names are act absolutely like just either terrible or just derived from Nintendo and we did not want to be a Nintendo podcast. Do you want to read a few of them out? Is that, is that, you got it open? Yes. Or? Yeah. Let's I've do got it. it open. So we yeah, have, please we do. had, yeah. so we had deep dive. That's very generic. And also there's some weird connotations there that could refer to other things. We had final floor. We had chance time, which is well, clearly Mario party. <laughs> chance time. <laughs> we yeah. had, I, I don't know why we had, tr- what does true end mean, uh, Zach? True I guess it's end like, sounds like the most. Sounds like a real, like, um, it's probably referring thing. Well, I guess it's referring to like games, like where you sometimes have to do certain criteria to get the true ending, but as to why we made that a podcast, it seems like we're very like, Nomura, like very gotta go Final Fantasy and hope that it ends up becoming like a, a massive hit and not really the Final <laughs> Fantasy, not really the true end. <laughs> and then we had yeah. and then some of the other great ones we had was Ramblecast. We had Deep Down, which is even worse than Deep Dive. Um <laughs> <laughs> The Darker Side Welcome Kingdom, which down. again just Mario. <laughs> um, House of Skulltella. There's if we wanted a, if we wanted a Zelda podcast, that'd be a good name. That um, could have lined up with Drew as well with the House of Mario. Yeah. That would have been uh, yeah <laughs> next door. The House of Mario and the House of Skulltella. Yeah. yeah, and also a bit more morbid potentially. It also suits Australia. We got a lot of spiders, so I guess that there's a, a theme there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, those are whole horrible. I'm glad we went for something <laughs> with only mild, mild, mild sexual, mild. Oh. Or me, I'd say medium sexual connotation to their actual name. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys actually uh, discussed the like Dive podcast? <laughs> you guys actually discussed like how blowing cartridges like maybe is or isn't effective as an actual way to get your like sixty four games working again? <laughs> or I haven't listened to your earlier ones. Sorry if that was something you covered no, that, um, back in the day. That could be a future topic. <laughs> I think you could the have a whole is, episode can we on that. that. 
can we stretch that out for like 30, 40 minutes? I don't know. We, we probably a need to, what we'll need to find is we need to get someone about like, how do you keep your like game collection from rotting and and blowing yes. cartridges will have yeah. to be a, a component of that. Um, maybe that dude in Melbourne that has like the largest video games collection, if we can get him on at some point. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Anyway, future ambitions. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think, that's probably a good place to end. Also, you know, thank you again for both joining us. Um, hopefully we've now inspired a few people to either give it a crack or in Josh's case to completely give up on their dreams and just listen to us more. Um, <laughs> and, and, and we've even okay. given you some great name ideas for your podcasts. Yeah. Feel free to take them. Like we're not yeah, take any of those. Um, <laughs> um, just give us like a shout out or something at some point. If you do start your own podcast, reach out to us and say you want to be a guest on ours and we can help. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, Josh, uh, you mentioned people reach out to you. So I'm sure you're open to to people being like, can I come on? Um, and, yeah, you know, Drew, yeah, you're doing do. guests as well. So so all of us are doing guests these days, which is um, which is good. Um, but, yeah, thank you both for coming on. Do you want to, you know, kiss, I just said cross-promotion, talk about where people can find you and, and your shows? Um, you go, Drew. Well, you can find my show, that House of Mario, on podcast services, YouTube, my YouTube channels, iDruby, or youtube.com slash iDruby. You check it out there. I talk about Nintendo and things like that. Yeah. And then uh, Nintendania, so I do the fortnightly uh, Nintendo gaming podcast. I uh, try to cover the latest Nintendo releases, all the latest news, have a topic every now and then. And then I find some weird things on the internet that I like to talk about at the end. Always got a new guest on every episode, so it tries to, you know, keeps it fresh and different. So Nintendvania, Nintendo and Castlevania added together. Um, just search that wherever you want to listen or watch me and uh, you'll find it. Thanks again for having me, guys. It's been uh, been really good. And thanks again for coming on, Josh. We always we always like having you on. You're you're almost getting up there as one of our most frequent guests, so you'll just have to keep on coming back. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. You know, right, I know. and I guess to um those listeners that listen to our podcast generally do know, but you can find us at Pod on all the social medias, blowingcartridge at gmail.com for the emails. We have still not received an email ever, so I, I do want to keep that track record going, so don't send <laughs> us an email. Actually, please do send us emails if you really want to, but you don't have to otherwise. And, yeah, leave reviews, leave written reviews, leave five-star reviews. They help get us traction in. Help us chart in countries like Guatemala and Hong Kong and <laughs> weird places that I'll get email updates of, oh, you're charting in this country that I've never really, well, I've heard about because I'm a nerd when it comes to history and geography, but the layman probably never met someone from. Yeah. And uh, no. to anyone that's that's listened to whether it's one or 50 episodes, thank you for, for, for joining us for that amount of time. Uh, it's been a journey and, Hopefully you stick with us for at least 50 more. After that, we might pack it in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. If we're still here for episode 100, you should send us a medal in the mail. I can get that medal. I want a medal Check it out. (laughs) You you guys are really good. Congratulations again on the 50. That's a great effort, um, especially with your formats and the different ideas. And uh, yeah, and I wish you all the best. And here's here's to another 50. Get you guys to 100. It'll be, uh, be awesome. Thank you both. And for everyone else, until next time, this has been another episode of Blowing Cartridges, and we will catch you later.